Welcome to Stop, Back, and Roll, a podcast about going down to the opinion mines and digging up the hottest takes we can find. I'm James. And I'm Brandon. Today we're going to be rating the heap of hot takes sent in by our lovely community in this special Hot Takes mailbag episode. So the other day, uh, Baby LG uh, asked me to play uh, Frog Wizard and handed me a little lantern with which to do it. So feeling pretty good about the uh, <laughs> the character nice. art yeah. for that one. Yeah, yeah. It's good enough. Good enough that a uh, that a three year old wanted to play uh, a game based on it. So <laughs> there we go. <laughs> When I not was, exactly the target audience. When I was like three, I guess it must have been earlier. It was from like three to five, maybe. Mm-hmm. We used to play a game, my sister and I, with my father. The game was called Log, and okay. my father would pretend to be a log. And he would lie on the ground and roll back and forth, and we had to jump over him. That's a pretty good game. You don't have to move too much. You just kind of roll back and forth yeah. a little bit. If the kids don't succeed then they do jump on you yes that is a small <laughs> and we know that hop on hop is, is, is foreboding so <laughs> it's it's not yeah so anyway <laughs> yeah i just wanted to to quickly say that because i thought it was funny and i forgot to tweet it yeah so i was like hey i'm really excited what is to a see? podcast if not a random tweet <laughs> a podcast is just a really long audible tweet yeah, but I'm excited. One of those group tweets. I'm really excited because the art that you've been posting has been getting better and better, and it's just been very good. Thank you. I'm I'm really pumped about it. Like it's like it has gone from like this is clearly stand-in art. I think to being like this is something you could use. This is something I could use. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's also definitely it's helped because because I know that where Redcrawl is right now, some part of it is so important that like the characters that you're making are supposed to be like pre-made characters that have yeah. like life to them. And you've done a lot yeah. of that in the thing, but like, I think having a little piece of art just sort of like seals that totally. I hope so. Yeah. So th- like, I'm trying to just like make it so that the little character minis give some kind of vibe of what's going on, you know? Uh, and so hopefully they do. And, um, uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I've had like one that I cannot figure out how to draw, uh, but I've got another. I've got like another two that are sketched out really nice. They're like nicely sketched out now, so I can start doing the digitizing. But color is hard because my color vision is not fantastic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, I trying mean, to make palettes and comparing different colors to each other. So I meant to tweet this at you because I saw that you were talking about. Um, struggling with coming up with like color palettes for characters there are websites that will randomly generate you color palettes of like four uh, four colors that are like a primary a secondary and then like two uh highlight colors and they're all like they're all designed to be um complementary to each other and so it's really easy way to be like and then i think you can even go in and some of them i'll have to see if i can remember but I'm pretty sure for at least one that I was using, you can plug in one or two primary colors, like colors that you oh, say, cool. use this color, and then it'll yeah. get you two other colors that are uh, that that's, are the, that's sort of fantastic. Like, the, the ones that complement it. That's great, because like, especially trying to make teams that are vaguely color adjacent to each other. Like, you know, you want to be able to look at, ideally you look at the board and you go like, these are my team and this is my opponent's yeah. team. Yeah, and round one is pretty easy because one team is frogs, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. But the others, the other, the other ones might be a little tougher. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yes. I know what I must do. But I, did I don't a, know I, if I have the strength to do it. <laughs> I did a very dangerous thing, Brandon. <laughs> you did. You did, and I did, uh, and I did it, and I will, I will confess, I did it largely without asking you. So I Mark, okay no you let's let's clarify that you did do it without asking me I did and then afterwards you. you said hey I and did I said, this thing hey, was this a huge mistake <laughs> and you said yes but let's go with it yes but let's go <laughs> so to clue in anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about 
um, a couple days ago, uh, I think about the end of middle of last week, something like that. Yeah, yeah I, something like that. I had tweeted from the Stop Hack and Roll account and said, sent, and I, sent a, I, I submitted, a, or like I tweeted out a, a, a Google form for people to submit their, um, their answers. And I said, give me your tabletop role playing hot takes. <laughs> With An really, invitation. Yeah. That, <laughs> that, <laughs> tabletop rpg twitter really needs yeah there's not enough hot takes on tabletop rpg twitter (laughs) and i kind of clarified like i'm looking for hot takes on games mechanics i'm not looking for hot takes on people or the industry like i'm not i'm trying to start a little bit of drama but not like a lot of drama yeah yeah definitely because i i I will if if i i am not interested in in hashing out industry drama (laughs) yeah and and i'm not (laughs) period and i'm not interested in reading people's like sly not really a question questions mm. about other people so um a certain designer with the initials blg yeah <laughs> um and i will say for the most part y'all were really good Did people follow the rules yeah people follow the rules these Yay. these are uh, um a, a wild variety of takes um Amazing. some of them are pretty good some of them i don't agree okay. with. okay um, okay perfect and here is what we're gonna do I'm going to tell you, we're just going to go through them all. I have 14 of them. Okay. Uh, I'm going to tell you, I gave people the ability to submit anonymously or with a name. So I'm going to give you the yeah. name of the person if they gave it to me um, and what their take was. I want you, and I'll probably chip in as well, to tell me, is this hot take actually a cold take in that like, this is mm. a not surprising thing. This is a thing that everyone <laughs> believes. This is a thing that isn't really worth saying because it's so broadly accepted. Is it a room temp take? Like it's okay. a little, it's a little bit spicy, and like okay. some people need to hear it, but like maybe not everyone agrees on it. Or is it a truly hot, hot, hot? Like three peppers, four peppers, spicy okay. take. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you, what you what you're saying is you want me to fight our community? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And then we can talk about them because some of these are yeah, like yeah, yeah. Have, course, some, have, some, have some depth to them that I think is good. I also am going to keep track of how many of each uh, we give. Okay. So like, uh, so what are the categories? It's, it's not. Yeah, I said cold, room. cold take. Yeah, room temp okay. or hot, hot, hot. I'm going to put it as like a C, an A, a zero or an H. Yeah. I also, it'll be interesting to compare to, I asked the people who are submitting to tell me how hot they thought their own takes were. Okay. I didn't have them do it on on that three-point scale. I asked them on a scale of five. Um, Okay. Nobody submitted a take, I will tell you this, that they thought was less than a three. Okay. Okay. So so nobody nobody took the opportunity to give me a really, obviously, really take. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So, which which is, I think, something to be said. There's yeah, definitely, definitely. And we'll see how many of these we can get through. Um, if we can't get through them all, maybe we'll come back around. I'll do another one of these, and we'll, yeah. we'll sort of play it by and ear. Next time we'll have no rules. Yeah. Next time we'll have no, no just rules. Air your industry grievances. <laughs> Stop hacking dirty laundry. God, no. We joked about doing that podcast for a while. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That was. All joking <laughs> to, to give people no a, one wants that. give people the late night of a convention uh, yeah. hot take uh, experience. <laughs> yeah, would have been diner twenty eighteen. Would have been bad. Would have been real bad. Mm-hmm. All right, are you are you ready to to hear these takes? Some of them are. I'm ready. Some of them I think you'll you'll be prepared for. Some of them you've probably heard before. Some of them okay. less less less. Um, Does system matter? <laughs> um. So our first take. Submitted by an anonymous user. Okay. There's nothing wrong with reusing assets, including text, between books and games, so long as you have the right to reuse. Okay. Interesting. I definitely don't think that's a cold take. No. Because I know people get upset about it. I think that there's... I think that the including text part of that is really interesting because... That, yeah, that's, that's, where it's, that's where you get like a little, bit of, a little bit of spice in there. Yeah, because... I think that I mean, we are in a, definitely in, a, in a, a section of the industry that is pretty cool with people doing like Forge in the Dark games, Powered by the Apocalypse mm-hmm, games, mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm sure there are other systems that I could think of. And and so there you're like you're sharing assets, you're doing you're sharing SRD stuff, you're maybe sharing uh, like graphics. Yeah. But being able yeah. to say like literally here's some text between books. Yeah, and like as long as you've got the rights to it, it yeah. certainly helps moves it move it from yeah. like I disagree because I think I, I I agree with this take. Yeah. Um I think I think I agree with this take so much that there are some lines in Pasión de las Pasiones that I just took a sentence from a different Magpie property with permission. So I think uh, there, but like that would be like sent. I didn't do any like paragraph level. Yeah. Of that, you know. Here's a question to twist yeah. this because I hadn't read it this way until I just read it to you right now. Okay. But it it so there's nothing wrong with reusing assets between books and games so long as you have the rights to reuse how do you feel about that i think we'd sort of i, I mean the way i interpreted it initially was like you're writing a power by the apocalypse game so you grab a part some power by the apocalypse dialogue yeah, yeah. from another book what about you write another power by the apocalypse game do you feel like it's okay for you to grab whole paragraphs of text from your previous oh, game oh like, 100 and then just yeah. slap them whole cloth into the new game because yes, then you're absolutely. selling because then you're you're if someone is like if someone is looking at whatever Power by the Apocalypse 2 game. Yeah, that, they're reading that, they're reading Pasiones, but they read Pasiones Pasiones. Now they're reading XOXO. Yeah. Uh, and and there and there isn't it's still it's the it's still a BLG game. And but it's not a, it's not Passion 2. And so it's no. Yeah. But it has whole bits of like whole pages of text that you just that they previously bought in a different book. You know what? I think I'm still okay with it. Okay. Because if you're using this, if you're, if you're able to use the same text, it's because it's the same information. Mm -hmm. And so if the point of a rule book is to transmit information, then having it be the same is actually better than yeah. having it be different because having it be the same, they start to read it and they go like, Oh yeah, yeah, this is all familiar, and they skim through that section because they already know it. Yeah. Uh, if you've got changes within it, just from a writing perspective, I would challenge that. I think that's better to rewrite the whole thing than use like three sentences and then one sentence is new and then two sentences are old. Yeah. Just so that you don't lose people in skimming. But like, how many of us read the section on like, here's how to pick up <laughs> what, two what's dice a, and throw them? What's a tabletop role playing game? <laughs> yep uh we're not even that is a that entire topic is a hotter topic <laughs> that's um, a weirdly hot topic so um so where you know, is this I, then? I know we set this i know we set this on a three point scale i i want i almost want to make it the four point the five point scale again okay okay because so I, I, kinda, I think for me this is a four okay that this is this is controversial uh there are definitely people that would be upset by it uh but i think it's i think it's just true i think it's it's Pretty to me, I'm gonna now I'm gonna give myself in trouble. To me, it's pretty obviously <laughs> true, and it's a bitter pill for an industry that doesn't like that kind of thing. Okay, uh, so let's just to real quick rework this. So, um, let's say the the one is a frozen take. One is like, yeah, it's a it's a take about only the movie frozen. Involving, yeah, exactly. Um, what is two? I think they shouldn't have cut that song. I think it was yeah. a it was a pretty pretty cool song. I think two is cold. Cold. Three, Three is, is room, room temp. temp. Four, I said, is is hot, hot, hot. And five is too hot. You shouldn't have said this on the internet. I, I was gonna say four is hot, five is too hot. Okay. Too hot too to hot. handle. Okay. Okay. We'll this just have slightly scale. different titles for them. That's yeah. good. That's fine. So I think and, I'm, I'm going to give this one a four. I'm going to give this okay. one a four, and I agree. So it's like a four A for me. Okay. How about you? Um, I would say that I think that this is a three. Okay. I think if you remove, as long as you have the rights to reuse, <laughs> it's a it's a that's a five. So it jumps all the way up. That is interesting because like. People do just reuse everything without permission. Yeah. Like, I've I've seen Pasión de las Pasiones moves in published games, uh, with like no change made and no <laughs> no tap no no uh, tip of the hat 
And like, I'm not going to go fight anybody about it. Uh, but that that it's weird because like talking about that would be very forbidden. But it's it's there. It's it's all over the place. <laughs> yeah, my hot take is that, I think, I, is that I think if you remove so long as you have the rights to reuse, I still think I agree with it. I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I have a very radical take on copyright, though, and I recognize that. And it's a not legal take. So don't listen to James. <laughs> We're not lawyers. I'm not a lawyer. None of this um, is legal advice. None of this is legal advice. So, okay. Cool. All right, but I like it. I like it. Yeah. I, think that I like it. Okay. Let's move on to the next one. It's another anonymous next one. one. We started off with a couple. So I was, I was actually said this to you, I think, before we started recording. But incidentally... These are largely in the order that people submitted them because it okay. ended up just being a good order to talk cool. through these things. So here is a second anonymous uh, anonymous take. Dungeons and Dragons is bad, clunky, and boring. And if you have to homebrew it to make it good, then you should try playing a game that's good without a bunch of modifications. I mean, needless to say, I... Oh, you know? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to be shocking. I'm going to be distressingly shocking. Mm-hmm. I half agree with it and half don't. Mm-hmm. If you have to mod a game significantly in order to play it, I do agree you're playing the wrong game if you're calling it the same thing. Like, if you're saying, hey, I need to make major structural changes to the game, like, you know, I, I want to play Pasión de las Pasiones. Um, yeah. I do want it to be a tactical fighter. Uh, don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. don't. Yeah. Uh, because, like, that's a completely different game. Uh, on the other hand, I don't know, man, I'm going to, here's where I, uh, James, this is a bad can I, topic. Well, can I, can I, can I, I say something? D&D is a bad game. Yeah. Well, so here's my, my sort of response to this is that, yeah, I think that D, I think it's safe to say that D&D is a bad game because of a lot of reasons, but two of those reasons are not that it is clunky and boring. Mm. I mean, it may be clunky and boring, but I don't think that those are the reasons why it's bad. Like, it's got some some colonialism yeah, yeah. and racism, and they, it's it's a combat game that they sell as a role playing game. And there's a lot of yeah. other stuff about it, like that is bad. It is what makes it bad. But I don't think the fact that it's clunky and boring. And yeah, and like, God, there's a thousand ways you can cut this thing up, isn't there? Yeah, because if because there's a part of me that's like. The fact that it's a combat game and advertised as though it isn't, isn't the game. Yeah. That's the marketing. That's the marketing. And given, like, I was going to say given that nobody plays in the D&D setting. Yeah. The lore people is not really the game. I think some people do. We've um, ta- we I think they, they take like, assumptions later. from it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, is the lore the game? And I, I think that a lot of people would say yes. And I think I think yes, the lore is part of the game. So I, I think that I think it's an it's a fine game with bad lore. Yeah. And which like I don't know if I I don't know if I can go as far as saying that it's a bad game. So here I, I'm I'm a little more interested in the second part. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you have to it's, homebrew yeah, it. Focus in on the- if you have to homebrew it then to make it good then you should try to play a game that's good without a bunch of modifications well that's interesting yeah because what i was going to say was i think that D is a game that like I mean, we've talked about this a little bit but D is a game that wants you to homebrew it yeah yeah not just because of the sort of like malicious kind of design where they want you to fix their broken stuff because then you feel an, a connection to it but like yeah it's giving you tools to build other tools to tell your story like it's giving you yeah. the raw components and it's sh- in, in the form of showing you stat blocks and rules and mechanics to give you flexibility to tell other kinds of stories within that correct. As long as you stay within the genre. And so yeah. I don't know that that's necessarily bad. Yeah. Okay. So how, how, how I guess what I think I don't how, know. The, the, the core question at the end of all of these is how hot are we talking? Yeah. And, it's, and it, do we agree and disagree? I don't even know that I think I, I, I don't know that we have to say whether or not we disagree or agree. Okay. Like, I'm, okay. I'm a little more interested in is it how hot is, how the, hot take? is the take? I mean, we can talk um, about whether or not you agree or not. I mean, like, is, can, I, can I say that it is an al tempo take knowing that people online, if you say it, 
will get harassed potentially for days. I think I cannot. That's... I can think I can't meaningfully say that. You know. Yeah. Like if if merely saying it on if merely saying play a different game if D and D doesn't do what you want it to do can yeah. lead to being like harassed a lot harassed and reported and everything like that like you can't say that that's an alt tamp i think that's a i think that's a level four that's a hot that's a okay. hot take for me yeah i think i would trend a little lower and i agree but okay yeah i think that there was a, there was a lot there was a little bit more to that than i was expecting yeah and i think there's there's still more that we could discuss are, are you thinking a three or are you thinking it's um, it's colder than that i think that there's i think it's it's there's a lot of complexity, and so there's it's hard for mm-hmm. me to give it one give it one number. I think I would yeah. trend toward a three, okay, because I think that you're right that like you could get ganged up on on Twitter, but like if I went and yeah. tweeted this word for word right now, I don't think that people would attack me too much for it. That that could totally be, and so totally be. I don't know. Okay, cool. Yeah, and I think you agree, right? You were saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or you don't want to say if you agree or disagree. I, I have, I have, I agree with parts of it and I disagree with parts of it. Mixed. I have mixed, mixed agreement. I think I'm in mixed agreement too. Okay. Okay. So. Question three. Question three. From our friend, Terminally Nerdy. Hey, Terminally Nerdy. Hi to also both of our anonymous. Yeah, those were uh, good. They were good. Those are good. I like. And and they got them in pretty quick too um they were yeah, it was pretty tedious takes yeah so it's not important to have the hottest take it's important to have the first take <laughs> yeah yeah sets the tone <laughs> social media guru brandon leon gambetta says so here is terminally nerdy's take games are meant to be fun and inviting however that means for your table regardless of what the rest of the world thinks about it man i feel weird just going through going like four or but i feel like we're in that same that same range that Mm -hmm. like like man hey uh there's plenty of people that play games in ways that i have thrown fits over and i shouldn't have yeah we didn't even touch the dice yeah that's fine like did your table have fun yeah Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I think I. J- this is the the first one where I don't know where. So I, I I've cheated because I can see what these people have rated their own things, but I I think yeah. this might be the first one where I think this take is a little hotter than the person mm-hmm. than Terminally Nerdy thought it was. I think I might say that this is a four because I think that's right where I am too. Because I think that m- a lot of people would say your game should be fun and inviting to everyone Mm, yeah and like that the world should be allowed to judge that and i think that yeah i don't know that this is what terminally nerdy meant and i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna preface this this with this is just me adding interpretation interpolating it but like if this take could be interpreted to mean that if you want to play the grossest most disgusting version of a game that it would be offensive to other people and it's like the it's like the wrong game for the wrong system for the wrong story. It's like everything is just bad about it, but you and your table think it's fun, even though it's like horribly, objectively gross and disgusting that as long as you're having fun, you could take this take to mean that that's fine. Yeah. I don't think that that's probably what terminally. I don't, I don't think uh, so. Terminally nerdy is saying, um, but I think like, I think that there are people that like that. I think that like, you know, this if you play fiasco in order to tell a uh a game of political intrigue that lasts over 10 sessions uh and it works for you that's okay yeah and there's a lot of people i think that don't think that like that i think does tie Mm. into like some of the system mastery that I, i think i my my opinion on does system matter um, I, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> so games games are meant to be fun and inviting. However, that means for your table, regardless of yeah. what the rest of the world thinks of it. I yeah. think. I mean, I think. I, I think. The, I think what, regardless of what the number is, I think that's generally a take I agree with. I, I think that people spend a lot of time worrying about what people at other tables are doing. Yeah, and and like, I think it 
when we're talking about things that are like objectively bad, like, you know, like racism, sexism, homophobia, all those things, like, I think that that's bad, obviously, because those behaviors are bad. Yeah. But like, I, 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 I've, I've seen some takes of like, it is incontroversibly wrong to have a table where you and your friends are hanging out doing full on adult like yeah adult rp and it's not true if you yeah. got a fr- group of friends that is all cool with that and all on board with it cool so how high is the i think it's a four okay I think it's a four for me god i just think everything's a four <laughs> you gotta you gotta pull me out of this james okay okay i swear it's the <laughs> okay this is why i wanted a three-point scale but it's fine that was our yeah so well but uh, on a three-point mm, yeah don't worry about it <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Here is here is our first. Oh, so we have a a triple a triple. God, a, you're a, right. I I shouldn't have I shouldn't have pushed for this. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Um, because this way we can we like I can we can say whether or not it was higher than lower than what the person said, and I think yeah, that yeah, is interesting. True. So keeping it apples to apples is good. So we have a a, a, a set of triple like a set of three hot takes here a from from uh friend of the show and and uh so quote. Friend of the show and very handsome man, Taylor LeBresh. Um, very true. This is very the, this true. Is the first one. Um, not everything has to be a game. Just because you have an idea on how to gamify, me- mechanize, or narrativize something doesn't mean it's a good idea to do so. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I fully agree, and that is a five in my book. Okay. Y- y- that, would, that would set... That would set some people's heads on fire. <laughs> yeah. And it's true. Yeah. I think that like, yeah, yeah, there's things, there's things that don't need games. There's things that don't work well as games. Yeah. Not everything you consume has to be a game. <laughs> yeah. That's a, yeah. But that's a, that's a well, good one. Yeah. I would not have the courage <laughs> to post that one. Yeah. No, I think it's, I think that's a good take. I think that I largely, I, I, it's one of the things that I've come around on and the things that like when I, I've been talking about different parts of my mission control game at various yeah. parts of that, I've thought, huh, like I have, a, I have some interesting ideas for how to do parts of this, but I don't know that it is a coherent story throughout all of yeah. it. And so maybe just because of the fact that I thought of a way to make parts of this work doesn't mean that I should make this as a whole game. And, and even if you've figured out how to make something work, doesn't mean it's a good idea for people yeah. to sit around and play it. Yeah. 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 I, I fully agree. And I think that's a, that that's too hot to handle. Okay. It, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Here's another one from amateur game designer. Well, and well, uh, what, 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 what about your score? What about your score, man? Oh, my score. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, that's interesting. I think I agree. It's pretty hot. I am also falling okay. a little bit into the the trend of 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 giving everything fours. Um, well, you 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 you've got two threes, uh, two threes and two fours. I don't know that. So. I think this is a four. I don't know that this okay. is the hottest possible take. I'm trying yeah, to think. Actually, fair. what is what would be a hotter version of this take? Like a hotter version of this take would be like, not everything has to be a game. Your idea is bad, <laughs> or I don't know if that's that's like, hotter. A, a big thing that I think pushes like the hot take economy is X is bad. And if you do it, you're bad. I think we wouldn't be doing a take on here that. <laughs> that what, goes if, to what if that. what if it was not everything has to be a game and there are some things that you shouldn't make a game of? Yeah, yeah, I think that, that, that would that would be a hotter. Version. Makes it. I think I think to me that makes it a five and also something I don't agree with anymore. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I think I still agree with it. I think there's some <laughs> things. I think there's some things that shouldn't be games. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's interesting. Um, yeah. Okay. Next. Next. Taylor take this. This another another take from amateur game designer and uneducated, uneducated ceramics explorer Taylor Labresh. I I the first the first title that Taylor gave gave yeah. I was like yes. The second one, I don't know. I don't know. So here, here is I, the I rate Taylor higher. <laughs> here, here, Taylor here, here is the take. More games should use mud as a mechanic. 
Hmm. I'm thinking of games that use mud as a mechanic. Yeah, I can't think of any. Uh, well, there's there's lots of childhood games. Oh. Uh, okay. There's there's throwing mud at each other. There's like making mud food. It's politics, baby. <laughs> mudslinging. <laughs> mudslinging. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm I think I'm gonna have to disagree Ooh. with Taylor on this one. Ooh. I think that uh mud is really inconsistent oh across okay. and so like if you're if you're going for like some consistency in your game well i guess that could be a mechanic within it like you know like first you measure your mud like is this is this a mud that has like a lot of clay in it is this like uh hmm i'm gonna say here's my hot take i think i agree yeah. with this but i okay. think it's a two i think okay. it's a pretty cold okay. take I think that all right. I think it would be everyone pretty, knows. Everyone knows there should be more games. I think it'd be pretty hard for people to really truly disagree with this take. I don't okay. think it's saying anything because it's kind of. I mean, it's calling out mud specifically, but it's kind of saying more games should use non-traditional mm, things as mechanics. Yeah, and I yeah. think that that is a a pretty mild take as takes go. Okay, yeah. I I think for me, I think for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it at at the uh, at the 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 three, and I think I've got I think I've got a mixed, I think I've got a mixed on it. Okay, because it's kind of like, yeah, there probably should be more games because I think there's very few games, but probably not a lot more games. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah I think that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There should be a ton of games. Yeah. <laughs> But the fact that we, I can't really think need, of Benny. We, we don't need all the big companies to start kicking. Oh, no. oh, there's that game where, where you're wizards and you have a stick and you can draw a circle around yourself to be in a safe mm. uh, circle. That works pretty well with like with like a dry mud. Paizo presents Mud Finder. <laughs> Prepare for skirmish combat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So our last Taylor hot take. From utter fool and distinguished at Dread Wedge appreciator, Taylor Labresh. I'm going to have to go through this one slowly because it's a little bit linguistically complicated. Okay. A, ga- a game is only valid if the baby can climb up to the place where the meat is located and it is not too cold, definitely not freezing, for the baby to be able to do so. A game is only valid if, only, yeah. if, if the baby can climb up to the place where the meat is located and it is not too cold, definitely not freezing, for the baby to be able to do so. I mean, I think we're, we're looking at a pretty hot take right there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's definitely not freezing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the baby has to get up there. I mean, I think, that, you know, that really restricts a lot of games. It takes out nearly every game. Yeah. Uh, th- those are some tough parameters. Uh, I, th- I think that for me is a five, and I think I kind of disagree with it. Unfortunately, Taylor. <laughs> like in 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 Passion, can the yeah. baby climb up to the place where the meat is located? Uh, and, uh no. And is it too no. cold? So, so you have to remember uh, in telenovelas, mm. uh, usually uh, the baby will not be moving around. Yeah, uh, the baby either hasn't arrived yet, uh, or is like a doll. For most of the scenes that they're in. Okay. Yeah. Or is just like very much like swaddled in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So would not be able to climb to where the meat is. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that that's a, I don't know that that's the best measure of um, <laughs> how a game is valid. So it's definitely hot. I think, I think it's hot. It's definitely, I mean, it's definitely not freezing. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do we feel like four or five? Do four we, or five, James. I, I would say it's a five. It's a five. Okay. I think that that and does. You, some, do you agree? <laughs> uh, I think I disagree. Okay. Um, that rules a lot of games that I love as invalid. Yeah. Not yeah. not bad, but invalid. Invalid. I think. Yeah. I think if, I think if the if the if the take said a game is bad or a game is good only if the it's baby good. will climb up to the place where the meat is located and it's not too cold for the baby to be able to do so. Then it's a four, yeah. because then it's okay. just making okay. a, it's, it's just making a a good bad, a ju- yeah assessment. 
The fact that it says yeah. valid. <laughs> so Urban Shadows is an invalid game if the baby can't climb up to the place where the meat is located. Yeah. I, I think that's that's a hotter that's a pretty hot take. And I will say, in my Urban Shadows games, the meat tends to be pretty cold pretty quickly. Yeah. Because I almost always set it in like a New York City analog during like the yeah. dead of winter. Yeah. 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 You got to keep your meat cold. You got to keep, got to keep your meat cold. Um, we're ready to move on to another one. <laughs> Sounds like we've got a terrible advertiser. Hello, <laughs> fresh. Got to keep your meat cold. Matthew James Marquez writes. Most RPGs have too many dice you need to roll. Hmm. I think that's a good hot take. Yeah. And I, di- I think I disagree with it. I yeah. like it. I like it. It's got some power behind it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely also disagree. I knew this was going to be one we were going to agree on. Agreeing to disagree oh, on. We actually agree on almost all of these with each other so far we have not had a full disagreement yet we've had a mixed to agree but we've had no actual disagreement yeah if we don't disagree by the end of this show i think we need to cancel it okay um yeah we have disagreed or i have been so you've been writing down both of our scores i've been writing down just your score to compare it okay. to what the, the the person who submitted it said and yeah. of the however many we've done so far six only yeah. we've, we've we've split half and half on whether or not we agree with what their own assessment of the take was. Oh, OK. I, so, so I think I think for me, I think this is a pretty hot take. This might I think this is a five for me. This is like a good, strong, like full hot take. Because it it really speaks to a lot of different things. Like mm-hmm. if we think it if we say like you're rolling too many dice in most games. Most games are pushed by dice rolls, and so the mechanics are mostly kicking off with dice rolls. And so, mm. yeah, I think that's. I, I feel like that's good and hot. I feel like that's a that's a that's a five D for me. I don't as they feel say like in the that, biz. I don't feel like it's that hot. I kind of want to say this yeah, is a three. You, dang, because to me, this just is sort of saying there. Most RPGs have too many dice that you need to roll. I mean, I think. I think it's wrong. Okay. Um, too many dice. I think people like rolling dice. I think that. I think that. Hmm. I'm trying to decide if I'm if I'm artificially lowering my hot score based off of the fact that I disagree with it. Most. Mm. How controversial is it? I think that lots of people. So. If someone said to you. Uh, I'm running an Urban Shadows campaign. Yeah. It's really great. We had like an hour and a half that we didn't touch the dice. I mean, I have run games like that. So I think there are two aspects to this. Well, yeah, but for... Yeah, so... I I think there are two aspects to this. Okay. Because I think you have been taking it as frequency of rolling dice. Yeah, And and I've been thinking more about it as the number of dice you need to roll. Oh, so like our like shadow run. Yeah. Or like seventh C has you run, run, roll a ton of dice all at once versus with a PBTA game. You're only ever rolling two. Okay. And the other, cause then the other version, the other part of this is like, is this, is the, the take saying that games like, uh, wander home that don't have dice are better because they have, because, because most games have too many dice to roll. And so a game like yeah, Wonder Woman doesn't so. have dice are better. Okay. I think so. Maybe, I'll, maybe I'm going to kick that up to a four. Okay. I don't think that's the same as like game is only valid if the baby can climb up to the place where the meat is located. Agreed. I think it, it doesn't cut out. It doesn't cut out as many games. Yeah. 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 But I think that that's a that's a that's a four trending lower. Because I think that okay. I think also in, I think in particular <laughs> James started out going like, like I, I feel like we should have stuck a heart. with a three point scale and he's like hold on could we actually make this a seven point yeah. scale <laughs> like I think I think there's it's like also a, it's like a three point eight <laughs> I think that also if you had said this take maybe four years ago it would have been hotter yeah um, okay but I think that yeah I think that diceless games in particular are trending more popular these days 
And so mm. I think that if you said that, you wouldn't get as much put back as much pushback as you would have previously. I can see that. I can see that. Thank you. That was a good question. I like it. I'm not yeah. question. Yeah. Good take. Hot take. All of these have been good takes. I know. I, I really enjoy all of these takes. So. Because even if we're saying that it's a little bit cooler or a little bit hotter. They've like, been good. They've been good. They've and been they good. have not largely can, covered the same kind of topics. At, they haven't, which is cool because Twitter explodes with the same six topics every year. Yeah. Okay. So here's another one. We kind of touched on this earlier. From an anonymous submitter, if you want me to buy a physical copy of your 200-page rulebook and 170 pages is lore and set dressing, you are selling me a novel, not a TTRPG. Oh, I think that's hot. I think it's a hot take right there. Hmm. Yeah. And I think that, like, a good... For me, that... Yeah. Go ahead. I think that... This actually, so here we're gonna have a string. This is, I'm gonna I'm gonna rearrange these a little bit because we're gonna have a okay. string of takes that are sort of a little bit related. Because I think that there are games like there are so hmm. I think I'm trying to not not influence my hot takeness by how much I agree with it or not because I kind <laughs> of agree, but I well so I think that there are things in lore and set dressing that are yeah. part of a TTRPG that are yes. even though they're just lore or set dressing they are mechanically part of the game okay like if you stripped all of the lore and set dressing stuff out of blades in the dark you would not have blades in the dark you would be it would be the, yeah. the forge of the dark generic like srd like yeah and a yeah. lot of blades in the dark is that kind of set dressing mm-hmm and I think it's important. So I think that is, I think that is pretty hot. Yeah, I think so too. Maybe a four or a five. I think I have to leave it as a four because again, it's not for me. It's not, it's not. Um, I think, I think, I think it's, mm, I'm really struggling with this. I, I, so, Okay. I'm having the opposite problem that I did with the last one, which is that I disagree with it. And so I think it okay. I think it tracks it to me as being more controversial than it is. I think if you said that on Twitter, it would not be that controversial. I think a lot of people would agree with this. And so I'm going to say this is a three. I think this is not that controversial of a take. I think for me, I'm, I'm mixed on it. That like if you are talking about like kind of the, the vampire era of games, that you had a bunch of lore that wasn't actionable. Yeah. That, that that is a novel. You know, like, if it's like, this is this character, and you'll never meet them in all likelihood, because yeah. they live in a different place, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, absolutely. Fully agree. But if you're talking about stuff that, like, I think does get directly involved in play, that, that, that lore becomes mechanics. You know, it, it fuses like the, the two are one in the same in some ways. Yeah, like like I think I think Blades in the Dark is a game that has a lot of set dressing and lore in its book in the book. But also because it's all stuff about the city, it's all designed to like give you stuff to take action on. So yeah, I, think, I would say that's more fine. I read a game that I won't name in part because I don't want to throw it under the bus, but also in part because I can't remember <laughs> name of it when i was in college <laughs> and the game it was exactly this it was a 200 page rule book uh there was 170 pages of lore and it was all yeah. about a post-apocalyptic zombie world and all of the lore was in italics in the worst un most unreadable font ever and <sighs> it was all in theory stuff that you could bring in to the game but yeah. not like clearly directly how yeah and it was just such a drag to get through yeah all right, so I think we got our ratings on that. Yeah. So, all right, we ready to move on to the next one? I think so. I think so. Okay. So, in a in a sort of related hot take from Quill Turner, uh, Blades in the Dark is a game that seems really complicated because it's got like six different mechanics that solely exist to mitigate the fact that the core gameplay loop loop is a stacking failure spiral. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I I agree. 
And I think it's pretty controversial. Yeah. Uh, I think people see... I'm not even... I, I don't even think that I would need it to go so far as to say to, that, that they, all the other mechanics exist to mitigate the fact that the core gameplay loop is a stacking failure spiral. I think that is true. I think mm-hmm. Blades in the Dark is a game that seems really complicated because of all the peripheral things. But when you get down to yeah. it, it's a very basic 2d6 roll like or multiple d6 roll that you're like that and and because there are not specific there in general they're not specific moves you're rolling a one one basic move for everything yeah it's a skill resolution system it's a skill resolution system so you're doing it's like you're just doing the same i'm gonna make i'm sorry go ahead you're just doing the same thing every time yeah um and like there's nothing wrong with skill resolution systems skill resolution systems work um but like I, I, I have in my heart, in the dark corners of my heart, the hot take that Blades in the Dark is a lore setting for Vampire the Masquerade. Uh, and okay. like, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but like people describe it as like maybe PPTA. It's not PPTA. It's nothing like it. Yeah, and like, no. it's it. It you, is a it's it's. I think I used to. I think I used to earlier on this podcast be more willing to say that it was PPTA. Yeah. But I think that I've come around on the point where I could imagine a version of Blades in the Dark that is a PPTA game, and so therefore yeah. it, it must not be. It would be radically different, right? And like, uh, I'm like that. This isn't shade of any kind, uh, because every system is a is a retelling of another system. Um, but I think that like that in some ways it seems more complex than I think it is mm-hmm. because like a lot of people haven't played games that work the same, even though they, they do exist, you know, and like it, it, I think it, that it, if you come from a strong, strong storyteller game, uh, vampire like background, yeah, that everything makes a lot of sense. It's, it's a lot of tweaking uh, numbers on a character sheet before you play that don't change too much while you're playing and then mm-hmm. rolling the same move over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, it's just, that's, that's 90% of traditional games. You know, it's, and it's a great, it's a great, and, 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 it and I think it's, I think it's a good setting and I've had a lot of fun playing it. So I don't know if that's yeah, yeah. a bad thing. Um, yeah, I think this is, I think that this is a, I will say this is a four. <laughs> I know that I've, <laughs> I've fallen into the, the trap of everything is a four. Um, uh, for me, that is a five for me. Okay. Uh, just because, like, I think that I think people are a little. God, I think people are a little precious about mm-hmm. what schools of design different games are in. Yeah. Um, and like try to like draw really firm lines, and like I guess that's kind of what I'm doing. That I'm going like this isn't PBTA, uh, but. I think I think we, we we in the indie space imagine a lot of distance between indie games and traditional games. Yeah. That isn't necessarily there. Like a, a lot of indie, indie designers that are beloved and do great stuff and are probably and are like awesome people and I have no beef with and everything is cool. I'm not fighting anybody. Uh have come from a background of of traditional games and rework and find ways to make those things work in in the way they want them to and that's great that's awesome yeah. uh but it didn't spring from spring from a magical font of forgic <laughs> knowledge deep in the woods uh it came from uh the local game store okay did we did we hit all the things we need to hit for that i think so and and i I'm regretting this episode, James. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> You're I think it's making good. me say controversial things. He, no, other people said controversial things. We just ranked them on how controversial we thought. They were. <laughs> you decided to agree with or disagree with them. <laughs> that, that's yeah, that's different. true. That's true. Um, so here is another, a third sort of related in that in this trend. Another, okay. another hot take from Quill. Okay, masks. Thank you, Quill. Masks is more traditionally difficult or complex than a lot of traditional games. Influence is a core mechanic that's simultaneously really difficult to track and has an impact mm-hmm. on nearly every system in the game. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Uh, 
And I think for me, that's a four A. I think that it, that it's hot but not devastating. <laughs> okay. Um, but I agree. And like, I think that I think that I think that we sometimes look at complexity wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I think that masks is a relatively easy game to make a character and play. Yeah. And not necessarily an easy game to play by all of the rules. Yeah. Uh, and I think that we assume that we play that most people play by all of the rules, but I bet that influence being missed happens as often as like plus two bonuses being missed in 3.5 days, you know, because humans are fallible. We're not machines. Yeah. Here's and sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, here's maybe something that's a little surprising. I think this is a five. I think this is pretty, oh, okay. pretty hot. Um, and, and I think that because it, because at its core, it's saying, I think it's saying that, hmm, that's interesting. So I'm going to read into this something that I think, I don't know for sure that it's saying, but I'm mm-hmm. going to, but, but it's something that I agree with, which is that I think masks is, is more technically difficult and complex than a lot of trad games. And also a lot of other PBTA games. And I think I think that what makes that really kind of hot is we think of PBTA games as kind of being on the same level, or at least I do, of being the same level of complexity. Like, if you could pick up one, you can pick up another, and they're all pretty interchangeable yeah, yeah. Com- in terms of difficulty. And I do think that Masks is a more difficult game to learn and run than a lot of other PBTA games even. I'm I'm not sure if this is upping the ante or just going horizontal to this. I think PBTA games are more complicated than we give them credit for. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like the kinds of things that are highlighted as things that are difficult about D&D or Shadowrun or whatever are like having to keep track of a lot of things. And like what is like having a sheet of moves and having an additional three moves on your character sheet and having influence and having stats that might move up and down and having conditions that affect stuff like what is that but complexity um and so like i think that that what we i think that that we mistake the gm being able to carry a lot of that load for meaning that it's not complex yeah and it pbta has like a a kind of wonderful side effect that the GM can carry a lot of the cognitive load. And if they mess up, it's hard to notice. Yeah. Yeah. Because like if if the GM's carrying the cognitive load in D&D and your party wipes because they they were failing to like, you know, remember the spells that the players had. That's pretty obvious. And it's really hard to carry that whole cognitive load. Yeah. But like the GM going like missing a triggered move if the players haven't also like prepped up to try to pay attention to it then then they just won't notice and it'll be just it'll be just fine you know the story can still continue and like missed bonuses and stuff like that i think fly under the radar a lot yeah 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 there's i I certainly know that i've listened to ap's and like been sitting there going like that was a move that was a move that was a move trigger that was a move trigger that was a move trigger and like it's only because I have spent dozens of like when I watch like a masks stream or a uh, pasión sp- stream, like I'm constantly thinking like, hmm, that was a trigger. I would have triggered a move right there. Uh, and when I listen to any other PBTA, I don't have that experience because I just I'm just not as familiar with them. You know, hmm. it's interesting when to, if I can bring in a little bit of my my day job into this again. Um, you, when I, when you do a, like a, a failure analysis of Mm -hmm. potential failure modes of like, when do processes break and in which ways? And then when you, when you rank, like, so one of the things I do with process improvement is, is you do this, this experiment of, of coming up with all the different possible ways that something could fail. And then you rank them to figure out which of them are the most impactful so you can take action to fix those because like there'll be hundreds of failure modes. And you rank them on a scale of how severe is it? Like, how bad is it when the thing fails? How often does it occur? 
and okay. how easy is it to detect when it when it when it does interest it okay and so that when you said detect that sparked sp- sparked that in my brain because you're right like i think that it is i think it's 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 it can be severe when like a like a total party kill in a game of D is pretty severe it probably doesn't yeah. happen that often but it is easy yeah. to look back and say what went wrong i threw too many dragons at you <laughs> i shouldn't have done yeah. that um yeah. versus a a uh, something going bad in a Powered by the Apocalypse game or a Masks game in particular is probably not as bad severity-wise because yeah. so much of it is linked into the sort of narrative. You could probably soften the blow yeah. of the narrative and it probably occurs very frequently and it's very yeah. hard to detect. That's kind of what I think. And so um, that makes it... That makes it that would probably make give it a higher severity score to, for me. Yeah, which I would I would say like that to me makes it sound pretty complex. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like and so like, the question is like the question with all of this is are game you know what bringing back to one of those previous hot takes do we care that the game is played wrong or not? Yeah, I don't like, think so. And I, you know, I think that we case, both agreed that we don't care. <laughs> we made. I mean, we made. Wrong. We made a masks podcast for a, a the, little while that uh, did not use a lot of the rules. Um, we, I feel like we used a lot of the rules. We very rarely there was one used rule the, that we specifically the end of game move. Yeah, and I tweaked and changed the. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's true. Um, we're getting a little to the end of our time so i think we're not gonna give you all of these so i think we have yeah. to i think we're gonna have to come back and do another round of this not next yeah, so remember not send next us time. your personal gripes but maybe <laughs> maybe in a couple months we'll, we'll revisit this but i do want to do one Sounds more good. i want to finish okay. on one because i think this is a really good one and i think that this might be i think i told you this beforehand i think this might be the spiciest hot take that anyone and, sent and- to us and we and always it, end all of our podcasts by ending with a hot take and not answering it so that we can yeah. think about it for two weeks and come back next week. Yeah. And this is yeah. by an anonymous person who says that mechanics that cause a story to snowball forward, PBTAs, partial successes, Forge mm-hmm. in the Dark's entanglement roles, also actively prevent the story from ever reaching a fully satisfying conclusion. Oh, man. And, and I'll, right off the bat, I will say I think that is a five, and I think that I agree with it. Oh man! I think that I, in particular, Power by the Apocalypse's fail forward partial success kind of move structure, move snowball yeah. structure, makes it really difficult to it, like. Uh, and I have I have experienced this in running Urban Shadows games in particular, where that yeah. everything in that game is about causing chaos to drive the and story forward problems. and making more problems. Yeah. And so if you want to end a game of urban shadows, you inherently have to leave stuff on the table. Yeah. And I think that makes it feel less satisfying. Can you read it for me one more time? Sure. Mechanics that cause the story to snowball forward. For example, powered by the apocalypse, partial successes, forge in the darks, entanglement roles, etc., Also actively prevent the story from ever reaching a fully satisfying conclusion. Hmm. Okay, so I've got good news. Yeah. I think we don't need to cancel the podcast. Okay. Because although I definitely do think that this is one spicy meatball, I think it's a spicy meatball I'm going to push to the side of my plate. Okay. Because I, I, I think I don't agree with it. Okay. Interesting. Because... Hey, we wanted to disagree yeah, on something, so here we, we are. We wanted to disagree on something, and I think here we are. Uh, so block out the next 40 minutes of time. <laughs> um. Uh... I think that the mechanics do prevent you from tying up everything. And I think that that's okay. Because I don't think you need to tie up everything to have a satisfying conclusion. But I think in addition to making it unsatisfying, or sorry, in addition to leaving stuff on the table, you also have to be actively working as the GM and players against the system to ever conclude a game. I because, don't know that that's true. Because so much of them want to keep rolling forward. But you're also, as you're advancing in the game, you're gaining uh, playbook moves, which are better than basic moves. You're probably improving your stats, so you're rolling fewer 7 to 9s and fewer misses. And so by the time you get to like your finale session, 
you're not like, as much. Let's say you're playing Masks or Monster Hearts, like one of those ones that are like big chaos gremlin games, right? Yeah. Uh, your stats are good enough that you start succeeding more. Mm. And like you've kind of figured out what you're doing. And so like I think that there will be some loose ends. But I think that even just the advice in the books of going like, hey, in your finale, don't add a new supervillain because they rolled a six minus. Instead, do something that's more finale focused, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I think that I don't, I don't think that it I don't think that it works against satisfying endings because I think the players have gained enough statistical ability to roll 10 pluses and ideally and i think that that the gm advice is core enough to the games that 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 it would that it would uh that it sh that it shouldn't cause that issue but i could be wrong like you know yeah i i mean i think I the, the big assumption there is that by the time you want to end the story you've reached that point mechanically which i don't know that i yeah have. yeah well, so I would say that is that's hacking the system. You voided the warranty if you don't uh, follow the uh, the campaign structure. Well, no, but I mean, suggests. I mean, like by the time you have like all the adult moves in in a masks yeah. game, like you're usually like beyond the point where a lot of people would end. Like I end, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm like the the way with a lot of groups, I run like six session storytelling arcs, and six sessions into a masks game, your characters do not probably have. Uh, like a significant number of the adult moves. I'm trying to remember what masks recommends in terms of uh, a campaign length and stuff like that. I don't, I don't really yeah. remember. I don't know. Um, but I think, I think a lot of it is, is GM mindset, you know, of like choosing moves that mm -hmm. influence a finale more. You know, you know, you know, here's a real quick, easy fix to make this a lot easier. Uh, in the finale, Everyone rolls with a plus one at all times. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's the final episode. Plus one, <laughs> one for everybody. Um, and like that, that obviously doesn't solve everything. Yeah. Because like there's, there's the games that you're, uh, against each other. No, but even then, even yeah. then, yeah. <laughs> kind of, kind of maybe still works. Yeah. I think so. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. I I love that was one of my favorite takes. And I wish that whoever had, I, I really like that take. I kind of I, I kind of I was gonna say I wish that I knew who did it, but I also kind of really love that it was an anonymous person. So Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, those were all well, great takes. Plus on that one. Thank you to Anonymous and Terminally Nerdy and Taylor and uh Marquez and Quill and everyone who's and everyone else who's we didn't get to uh for submitting things. We'll this, come back. Yeah. For submitting hot takes that were hot. Um we split maybe at some point in the future i'll go through and uh and maybe i'll tweet tomorrow or something i'll assess like did we think they were hotter or, or less hot i think we um we thought I, I thought things were hotter than you yeah and i think for, the, for their all but one we in general i think thought things were hotter than the people who submitted them okay i think okay. That in general that's what it was but yeah so all right that was fun yeah that was fun yeah. i hope that was a fun episode i do too. i think I, I think it was fun um certainly a lot of these hot <laughs> yeah, takes i think some of the hot takes that were there and some of the ones we didn't actually get to um i kind of rearranged a couple to push them to not get to them because i think that they are a good almost episode topic like a, to do a full okay, episode cool. on um and but yeah so um if you would like to tweet at us your hot takes uh Tough luck. You missed your chance, but we'll do this again in the future. Um, if you want to go look at that. <laughs> I that, bet the form is still up. If you want to look at the form, um, you can submit. Actually, if you want to go look at the form, you can still submit things, and I'll just bank them for next time. Um, you can find that on the Twitter account that we share at Stop, Hack, and Roll. Um, and if you want to reach out to me individually, I am at and the Meltdowns. And I'm at and Gambetta. You can find all of our episodes in iTunes, Spotify, or at www.stophackandroll.com. We make this podcast with the support of our Patreon backers, people like Lieutenant Matthew Molyneux, Brett Vols, Jason Detman, Jimmy Rogers, Hemra, Rob Abrazado, Stephanie, Chris Wittich, and Daniel Hyatt. If you'd like to support the show in the future, or check out... Uh, and, and, uh, if you'd like to support the show in the future, 
teleport forward to the future. Yeah. If you'd like and to then <laughs> if you'd like to help support this show or future shows, check us out at patreon.com slash stop hack and roll. If you can't support us financially, support our you can support our community by becoming a part of it. Come tell us about the games you're working on, the hot takes that you have, and whether whether whether, whether you liked this format for for a mailbag kind of thing. Uh just to just to let us know so we don't make stuff that people don't like or don't fail to lean into something that people do like. You can yeah. join our Discord at tinyurl.com slash shrdiscord or discord.stopackandroll.com. It's so easy to say those URLs <laughs> when you're looking right at them. Yeah. I've been having a startling realization in my life that if you go through things like procedurally and pay attention to things, like learning how to do something before you start it, or like following the steps that people recommend, it actually goes better sometimes. Yeah. That's a startling thing I've been having. And so, like, for example, if I was going to end a podcast, like I would make sure that I follow all the steps and I don't forget to stop, hack and roll. 